the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoshio Show. Thank you for hanging out. Yeah, kind of cloudy day going. At least it's slightly warmer than we've had in recent days. High of 48, down to 35 tonight. Cloudy tomorrow, 46. Keeping uh, an eyeball on the weekend, though, as it's supposed to get really chilly on Saturday and maybe some snow on Sunday at some point. Sixers lost 109-98 to Charlotte last night. They've been playing well lately and ran into Charlotte and got a loss there. They uh, had 31 points out of their big guy. I guess they're all big. Joel Embiid, though, leading the way with 31 points. Head coach Doc Rivers on the loss last night. They play so much harder, and they're, they're aggressive. They attack, so that's what creates them. We were so sloppy that um, anybody would have got turnovers against us tonight. Thought the ball stuck. We've been so good overall moving the ball, and I just thought tonight we didn't do that. Uh, ball stuck on every possession. Rarely got it from side to side. I think in the middle of the second quarter, we had four assists, five assists. Um, then we started picking it up. But it was just really disappointing. Flat. We were flat tonight. And that, that happens. But you still should play right. I just didn't think we played right tonight. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers. Sometimes that's the truth. It's not more complicated than that. Sometimes you're just flat. You don't have it. I know I feel it some days with the show. I'm like, I come and do it. I enjoy it. But some days I feel flatter than others. Uh, and I'm sure you experienced that too. You just press on. They're home tomorrow against Boston at 7. Flyers are at Boston of the Bruin variety this evening at 7. Head coach Mike Yo talked about uh, in press conference what it means to get back a couple of his stars, Ivan Provorov and Travis Konechny. First of all, it's great to have them all back. You know, I kind of touched on it earlier. These guys are not just players and, and important players in the five-on-five aspects of our game, you know, whether it's the matchups and playing against top players. But also you look at special teams, you know, you go back to that Pittsburgh game and I think we're, you know, they, they scored two four on four goals that players like, you know, those guys would have been on the ice for. They scored, a, you know, a shorthanded goal. They scored a, a power play goal. These are all critical situations in the game that, that these guys play. So uh, it's important to get these kind of these guys back in the lineup. As for these guys, one of them he's speaking about, Travis Connecting and how he feels condition wise. You know, I had a uh, good practice here today. Felt pretty good. So, I mean, for me, I, I don't think it's it's too, too long. Some guys, it might be a week before they feel good or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, two, three games to get back into it. But, you know, I felt pretty good out there today. So, f- for me, I, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, I feel good and ready to go. One of the other guys, it's Travis Konechny there uh, coming back, Ivan Provorov. I mean, I don't think there's a way to keep your mind off of it. You're sitting at home and your team's playing. I mean... Uh, is it tough? Yeah, I mean, you're willing to play through anything, you know, any injury, any illness, and then here you get 
may be a regular flu, may not even. And then somebody tells you you can't come back when you feel fine. You know, especially when you're, you know, trying to go out there and help your team win and take pride in that. And, you know, if it's a if it's a broken bone or a broken leg or something like that, then, you know, at least uh, you can say, okay, yeah, like I can't play through that. And I, you know, I can live with that. But if it's just a flu that has 99.9 survival rate, then everyone should play. Because when other teams play against us with the stomach flu, for some reason, they're not canceling games. So why are they canceling, uh, not letting us play or canceling games now? So I don't know. Something's got to change and hopefully it's going to you know change soon. Ivan Provorov of the Flyers again there at Boston tomorrow at 7. The Eagles getting ready for their Sunday afternoon game, 1 o'clock against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And on the quarterback side for the Eagles, of course, Jalen Hurts, who has not played in anywhere near the mag, uh, games of magnitude that Brady has played in, but he has been in some pretty big games in college as a quarterback with Alabama, I guess Oklahoma as well. He was the part of those games, and he spoke about that experience. And I think any, any experience that I've had prior to, um, prior to coming into the NFL – Played those games in college, college um, at Oklahoma and Alabama, and been on some very big stages. I think all of those things have kind of helped me. Um, I definitely want to use those things in my um, to my benefit going into this game. So, regardless of the stage, regardless of, of what what the name of the game is, it's it's about it's about the Philadelphia Eagles um, executing to the best of their abilities, having the right right focus going into the week throughout the week, and. Um, just, just just, having the right type of preparation. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, head coach Nick Sirianni on Jalen Hurts and how he's different than the first time the Eagles played Tampa Bay earlier in the season when they lost 28-22. I think it, significantly. Um, he's, he's definitely gotten better, you know, throughout that time, which it doesn't surprise me at all because, you know, Jalen's a student of the game. Jalen uh, wants to get better. Uh, craves to get better. Craves to get better. He's got high football character, and those are my. And I, like I've said, plenty of times, the uh, tough guys, guys that are tough, guys that are uh, that have high character, high football character, and who guys who love football are going to reach their ceiling. So I think you're just seeing it. Um, you're seeing him grow closer and closer to his ceiling. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's definitely better, and he's just going to continue to get better because of who he is as a person, as a player. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni, just a couple of days away. It's Thursday? Sometimes I lose track. I guess we're just a couple of days away from now. Kickoff 1 o'clock, Eagles and Tampa Bay as the opening round of the playoffs gets underway. Also, our pre-born scoreboard taking a nice jump. We're up to 153 ultrasounds that have been covered so far and 297 to go. January being Sanctity of Human Life Month. We're teamed up with Preborn like we often do in January. It's not the only pro-life thing you can do, but it's certainly one. And it's a beautiful and powerful, yet gentle and effective way of promoting life. Basically, letting a a woman see the truth of what's growing inside her body. You don't have to say a word. Just kind of giving that piece of information to the equation for those who are considering terminating their pregnancy and uh, so the opportunity, statistically, we had Scott Wilder on from Preborn mentioned how it's very high. Just having that opportunity can go a very long way toward helping uh, a young woman or, or uh, uh, you know, girl have uh, her baby and, uh, and at least give it extra consideration. Certainly, each ultrasound is just 28 bucks. If you want to help out, you can help at 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or click the Preborn banner at WFIL.com. Our goal's been basically one a day 
Like we did four the last several years, the goal has been four hundred, basically one a day. This year we upped it a little bit, partly because I still want to emphasize one a day, because again, you want to be pro-life in February too, and in July and October, year round, just like you want to be thankful, not only at Thanksgiving, you want to be uh, you know, thinking about these matters year round. Now, to that end, you can actually do a monthly gift, and that would the way they can you know, do it, they'll actually count it times 10. So if you want to do a, a an ultrasound a month, we'll add 10 to our total. But the goal is uh, also we, we want to grow it a bit because uh, the audience is growing. And, in fact, last year the goal was 400. We had almost 800 come through. So that's fine. If we go way past our goal, that's great. But I think it's important in life to be consistent. And not say, okay, you run six miles today, you got to run seven tomorrow. I'd rather run two every day because that's going to be a much greater chance of having a long-term success thing going than trying to top yourself than just quitting altogether because you're exhausted. I know that from an exercise standpoint, I'm walking a mile a day right now, and that's that's good. It's not exhausting. Uh, I, I know eventually I'll get to probably jogging and running again, which I used to do, but right now I'm just moving. Because I can. I know I can walk. And even if it's cold out, walking a mile takes 20 minutes. It's doable. And it gets me active and on that path toward long-term health. So in any case, that's the kind of the rationale behind our partnership with Preborn. There are always more people who are going to need help. Don't let that discourage you from being involved. It's it's wonderful that you would just say, I'll, okay, I'll pick up the phone or I'll go online and I'll take care of one. And I want to put that in there because uh, it goes a very long way. You're helping change uh, a young woman or, or a girl's life, really. The baby and the mother and the family really are affecting a lot of good things. So 833-850-BABY. Again, is the number 833-850-2229 or click the preborn banner at WFIL.com. 153 down, 297 to go by the end of the month. And again, we are more than welcome to go way beyond that if we, uh, you know, if God leads that and, and does that, that's fantastic. But our goal is to work with preborn each year, if possible, and have uh, really great results over time. And so far, so very good. We're actually nearing 2,000 of these ultrasounds in our family tradition, so to speak, of working with preborn the past few years. So thank you to all who have helped out so far, those who are yet considering it or who will yet give and help us as it's part of the fabric of what we do here at WFIL. The programs do, the contests, all those other things. This is part of what we want to do for sure. The other thing is, I mentioned giveaways. Um, today, we want to have some fun and uh, give away some gift cards. They're courtesy of our show sponsor, Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown. And uh, so if you want to text in before the end of the show, just make it easy for you. Text in between now and five, and I'll get you one. The only thing is you can't have one in the past month and uh, one per household. Guaranteed win. 610-500-DOVES, our text line. 610-500-3683. If email's easier, that's fine too. Timmy D, T I M M Y D, at WFIL.com. More coming up in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 4.15 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Right before the break, I was mentioning if you'd like a gift card, uh, I should clarify, they're $5.60 increments. And they're just designed to give you a chance to treat yourself to a little something or perhaps take a friend out for coffee. And so there are two, and you pick if you want Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. And we'll mail it out to you. It's that easy. It's just a little thank you for listening. 
Uh, again, courtesy of our show sponsor, Reiner Chevrolet, Dave Peterson uh, presiding there. Dave has joined our program in the past. And uh, just to give you a little back story on what Reiner's all about, they've been around for 90 years. And uh, Dave Peterson has uh, you know been con- connected with the radio stations uh, for many years. Uh, and one time I had him on the program, he just gave a little backstory on what the dealership's about. Yeah, my grandfather, Brady Briner, came to Philadelphia area from Junietta County back in, I guess, the 30s. Wow. That's my mom's dad. And uh, had, a, had worked for Pico for a while. He was a good mechanic. Uh, opened up his own shop in 1928. 1932, Chevrolet came around and offered him a Chevy franchise, and that's kind of how it all started. Then my dad got back from the Pacific in the Second World War and married my mom, and he was offered a job by my grandfather. And I guess all the rest is, is history. He, he stayed, became the dealer after my grandfather died, and then me as a kid, I was just always hanging around. I loved cars and loved race cars and all that stuff, NASCAR and all that. So I, I've just been a car guy all my life, and, and it's, it's it's been a, a wonderful business to be in and kind of fun most of the time. You've been, and you've been and you've worked a lot of different things too. Like you did mechanic work, if I remember correctly. So you know that was yeah how things I was work. A mechanic on the line, you know, fixing cars for a living. For about 10 years, shop foreman, service manager, wrote, I, I did, you know, the front end writing service. We call them service writers for three or four years and then uh, kind of became the GM. And then when Dad passed, uh, Chevrolet let me become a dealer. So, okay. And for, and for, been good. and your son Mike is, is, uh, been there for a lot Mike's of years. Here, too, right. Right. Yep. So, yeah. Mike, Mike graduated from college, came here and been here for probably 20 years. That's amazing. So, so that that that, yeah. that lineage continues, which is is neat to know. I know. I would just think anybody's buying a vehicle, I guess, is the second biggest thing you'll ever buy after your house. Generally speaking, you want to know that you're dealing with somebody you can trust. I know one of the things I've liked having you on the show over the years, uh, including other iterations of this program, is you like to educate people, and I think people really have felt over the years as they listen to you that they're learning from you as opposed to you're trying to sell them something. And that makes a big difference. Also, that you know what yeah, you're talking about, not just a nice guy. <laughs> so, Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. And folks may remember you had a show <laughs> on WFIL for a number of years. It was a Car Talk, I think it was called? Yeah, Car Talk. Yep, Tom yeah. Lucidon and I, who worked at WFIL. Yeah. Um, I, I, that went nine years, believe it or not. I, I'd, for, I'd forgotten that. I went back in my files and took a look. I think that's longer yeah, than was Seinfeld. Fun. It was fun. Say again? I think it's longer than Seinfeld or Monk. It's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe. You might be right. Yeah, it was once a week. Once a week show. Saturdays usually. Or sometimes it's in the afternoon. Early on, we were doing it on one of the weekday afternoons. But yeah, it's fun. Dave Peterson, owner-operator of Briner Chevrolet. Again, uh, courtesy of uh, the dealership, we have gift cards we give out year-round. And some days we give a bunch away, and some days we make a certain caller or whatever. But... Uh, today, we're opening up even further where you can just text in to 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, and say you'd like one. Uh, if you could put your address and zip in there, then I can mail it to you very quickly. Otherwise, we can text back and forth about it. And again, uh, the, the different options are Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa, and uh, one per household, and it's a guaranteed win. Uh, as long as you have one in the past month. Anyone listening can text in and get that. This is not a drawing today as long as you text before 5 o'clock. Uh, interestingly enough, there I, I threw in the, the Seinfeld thing uh, uh, in the comment. I forgot about that. 
because I guess that, that's about how long that show went. I was not a, a big watcher of the program. I know a lot of the programs you can watch on TV has some good good parts and not so good parts. Uh, but every now and again, we like to have fun on the program. And uh, I came across a clip from Seinfeld the other day that I thought was really funny. The show was from 89 to 98, I think. And then uh, he was it was done. And then uh, he had an appearance, Jerry Seinfeld, on the David Letterman show. And uh, this is just one of the things he said at the very beginning. I thought it was very funny. The question is this. <laughs> what have I been doing? Everybody says to me, hey, you don't do the show anymore. What do you do? I'll tell you what I do. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you're thinking. That sounds pretty good. You're thinking, I might like to do nothing myself. Well, let me tell you, doing nothing is not as easy as it looks. You have to be careful. Because the idea of doing anything which could easily lead to doing something that would cut into your nothing and that would force me to have to drop everything. It's Jerry Seinfeld, fresh out of retirement, at least at that point in terms of uh, being off the radar on the David Letterman and uh, just well put, you know? And it's it's interesting too because you'll come across uh, different comedians and sometimes what they say is just very funny and sometimes... Unfortunately, there's stuff in there that's not so good. And uh, you can listen to Seinfeld himself or there are other comedians I know that I like that had, that at times can be really good. And you kind of wish, can't you just do that all the time? Do you have to pepper in with this you know, foul language or this, that, you know, uh, what sort of nuances and all that sort of thing, innuendos. But, uh, but I tend to look for the good things in those and, and try to at least uh, enjoy the parts that are are able to be enjoyed that way and maybe isolate those. So anyhow, we put clips on the program every now and again. If you're new to the station, uh, this program is on four to five. We're in our third year, fourth year. I forget how long it is. And we also have other features we do. In fact, we're looking forward to bringing back Trivia Thursday, which uh, in the years past was the first Thursday of the month. And uh, But it, always something seems to be happening, like uh, National Day of Prayer is in May, and there are other things that happen off in the first. So we're bumping it to the third Thursday of the month. That'll be a week from today, Guys Against the Gals, and we have a lot of fun with that. So look forward to that. Also on Fridays, we have our pun segment to cap things off, which is sometimes the highlight of some folks' week. Bad dad jokes is really what they are. But, of course, we also have a wide variety of guests and uh, I mentioned this yesterday, but John 3.16 says this. It says, For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And so this program is based on that a lot of the time. It really is. Uh, because if you think about it, it means anybody you come across and you yourself, Jesus came to this planet to dine across to bridge a gap between you and God. And same for me. And so... It's, it's really incredible if you stop and think about that, that there's no one's exempt from that as far as that that path is there if you will take it. So there are some will often say this program is for those who are believers to encourage you in your faith, but also for those who have not yet believed. Hopefully, as you listen in, you're encouraged to think about these things and especially radio being what it is. It's a private medium and you can listen in your car. You can listen even more in your earbuds or whatever. You're going for a walk. Even without going into a church, you can give consideration to things. And, of course, uh, a lot of the meat and potatoes, if you will, on the radio station happens throughout the day with all the different programs. We'll have some of that on this show, too. We also have some extra fun, if you will. 
and not everything's uh, heavy or serious, but we'll, we'll delve into that too. I view the gospel really as very freeing, and so I, I hope that this hour reflects that, and we have guests that will encourage you in your faith, but also uh, perhaps just be something fun for you to listen to. And maybe for those who aren't believers, they, they can kind of come this direction a bit because they're not feeling like the whole thing is strictly about just uh, what does the Bible say. Of course, I will tell you that said that the Bible is the most freeing and liberating and amazing book you'll ever read and will will bring you real life. It's not a bunch of rules. It's going to bring you life. That's what Jesus said. I come that you might have life and have it to the full. So we hope as you tune in, you get that. I am reminded of a, a quick story I want to tell you now in relation to that verse, John 10, 10. Uh, I used to, and every now and again still do, drive uh, for lift. I'll run out and do some runs, and I enjoy that. I, in fact, there was a, a, a time where I did a, about a couple thousand rides in about a 10-month, 12-month window. And there was one woman who I picked up um, at around 2 in the morning, and she was running away from her husband. She was in her pajamas. She had a bottle of alcohol, a cheesesteak and tin foil, uh, some bottles of pills, I think, a couple other things, and her little dog. And without getting into all of the details, I eventually took her to a place. She was running away from her husband, and I, and I don't even know all the details about that. But the main thing was she was really kind of tormented. She was in her 40s. And at the same time, she was kind of proud of herself, but she was also kind of upset with herself. And she talked about how her relationship with her daughter was estranged. She had a DUI, so she couldn't drive anymore. And she was going to try to stay at a friend's house. And it was by the time I got to that place, it was close to 3 in the morning. And she was trying to get in, and the friend wouldn't let her in. The friend would even answer the door. So she's banging on the door, trying to... Um, you know, she came all this way. What, what else is she going to do? In fact, her dog was sitting in the front seat while she's banging on the door of this kind of big apartment complex. And she's just she's swearing and she's like, I let you in when you needed a place to go. And it was, you know, I'm sitting there thinking and it's 50, about 50 degrees out. I'm like, what do I do here, Lord? Like, I don't. I'm not sure what to do. So anyhow, she got back in the car because she realized eventually the person was not letting her in right then. So she came back for her dog. But I remember looking at her and I said, you know, you've shared your life with me on this ride. You've talked about your marriage. You've talked about your finances. You've talked about your DUI, your daughter. And um, I just want you to know, and that's why I gave her John 10, 10, that God knows about all these parts of your life. And he says, I came that you'd have life and have it to the full. So she looked at me very straight, like she was listening, and um, and then she wound up leaving with her with her stuff. And I remember thinking I wanted to write John ten ten down for, her, but I didn't have anything handy with me. In the end, I go home, and it turns out she left some papers with her address on it in the side of the door. So I was able to mail that to her eventually. But I just share that with you because it's true. You know, that's a completely separate. Story, I could tell you, completely separate uh, life doing that ride share thing. Anybody who's done that understands it's very personal. Although people put their earbuds in sometimes, they don't even talk to you. But other times, you'll have a, a conversation really with a total stranger you probably never see again. When I did those rides, I made it a point to pray for the person's salvation. 
if nothing else, that that person would be prayed for one time in their lives, uh, specifically that they would know the Lord, uh, Jesus as their Lord. And then whatever the conversation happened, happened. So, But you'd be surprised how many times that people just they wind up opening up and they start talking with you for whatever the reason might be. So I carried around several verses I found out I would share with people during those rides. And uh, I guess I'm, I'm telling the story. I hadn't planned to share the story, but I was thinking John 10, 10 really is true. And it applies most importantly, this is about, this applies to you as you listen in. If you're somebody who has not given your life over to God yet, or if you're doubting the the validity of it, like you you're, you're kind of grudgingly are walking with God. Don't forget what he said. I came that you may have life and have it to the full. Not close to the full or I'm one of three or four good options, but have it to the full. There's nothing about what God's about that is second class or second rate or or in some way inferior to anything else you would pick for yourself. And that applies to, think about it, every single category of your life. You can't pick one. Well, he's good for that, but this part here is better if I do it this way. John 10.10. Look it up. It's short. It's sweet. And if you chew on it, you'll realize there's a lot packed into it, just a very few words. Let me close this little unintended uh, conversation with another scripture that backs that up. Psalm 84, 11. And I share this every once in a while. It bears repeating. I just really want to encourage you with this as I do myself. It says, our God is a sun and shield. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Doesn't mean you're perfect, but think about it. No good thing does God withhold from those whose walk is blameless. When I read that verse, I thought, and I've been thinking about this more than any other verse the last five years. Nobody likes to be misjudged. I know I don't. God gets a bad rep. He really does. If you think about it, if it's true that he doesn't hold anything back from you, because I say he gets a bad rap because people doubt that God is any good or he's only kind of good or he's good sometimes, but not other times where I can pick and choose the parts of God that I think make sense to me. The other parts I'll do. I'll fend for myself. Thank you very much. If it is true that God doesn't hold anything back from you, that he's good, then there really is no point in your life where that's not true. Meaning, if you look at the day you were born and the day you die, every single second in between those two points, there's not a single second or millisecond on, on that continuum where what you want to do instead of what God has is better. Such as, I know I'm supposed to be faithful to my wife, but I think if I had an affair for even a, a day, a one-night stand, or for a week, that would be better, more exciting. Yeah, I know it's wrong. I'll feel bad afterwards and all. It caused all kinds of problems, but I think I'll do that. Or I'm, I'm going to let myself drift that way, or I'm going to at least think about it. Really what you're doing is you're believing that that's better. Like following God is eating your broccoli, and one day you'll be glad you did. You know, you go to heaven later, you'll be glad. Think about the fact that that's not what Psalm 84.11 says. It says, no good thing does he withhold from you, which would mean that anything that, that tempts you, and whether it's a sexual sin, whether it's greed or anger or anything, 
or uh, I, you know, I, I threw that thing. I felt good after. I knew it was wrong. I, I got mad. I got I punched a wall. I did whatever. It, whatever it is, like let off some steam. I know I shouldn't. Back it up and ask yourself and think about the fact that you're really saying that that thing is better in that moment, even if it's a short moment, that it's better. And scripturally, it doesn't it doesn't add up. He doesn't hold back anything good from you. If he said, hey, I know life is stressful. You're, you can go and have three affairs in your entire life. That'll be good for you. He would have told you that. He would have told me that. Or if he said, you're not supposed to get really angry, but you're allowed to do that a few times a day just because, you know, everybody's got a bad day. You got to, he would have told you that, but he didn't. So I hope it encourages you. It helps me not feel like I'm missing out on anything when I choose to do what's right. Because I'm tracing it back to God's character. That's why when I began this, I mentioned about God getting a bad rap, people thinking that he's not, and myself included, when when I betray him by my actions. That God's character, you know, he really isn't good. He is holding back on me. Go back to the garden, right? Did God really say? What What did the serpent say to Adam and Eve? Did God really say? Questioning God's character. So I can obey him and I can follow him because I'm trusting that his character is good every single second of every single minute of my life. And with Psalm 84, 11, that he says, no good thing does the Lord hold back from us. His walk is blameless. And I really view that more about God's character than my being blameless just some things to think about. They're near and dear to my heart, these scriptures. And you know, John 3, 16, John 10, 10, Psalm 84, 11. I'm sure you have scriptures that mean a lot to you too. Maybe we'll do that one day. Just share verses that mean a lot to you and why. Uh, but anyhow, I hope that encourages you to keep walking with him. And if you're someone who has not given your life to him, to taste and see he is good, as scripture says, even if you give yourself a few minutes, you know, do you have 10 minutes or 15 minutes to allow yourself the possibility that God really is good? And he's not what you've seen on TV, perhaps, or even in your own church or neighborhood where people maybe have failed miserably or been hypocritical. And that's part of that's part of it, too. Sometimes we can be hypocritical. So uh, be encouraged to hear what you hear, uh, whether it's what I, the words I'm sharing, the scriptures I'm sharing, the the programs you hear in this radio station, may those things challenge you and encourage you to consider. Scripture also says, if you want to know the truth, he will reveal himself to you. God's not interested in playing a game of hide and seek with you. So ask yourself, as Jesus once asked someone in the gospel, the, uh, the, one, of the, one of the people who was sick, do you want to get well? What a crazy question. Do you want to get well? Some people like being sick. You know, do you want to get well? Do you really want to get well at whatever it is that's going on on a grand level, your heart? Do you really want to know the truth about the Bible? Do you want to know the truth about God? He says he'll reveal himself to you. It does not have to be complicated. If you open your heart to him and ask him, he'll do that. So be encouraged with those thoughts. We'll take a brief break. Have a special guest coming up in a couple of moments here. Antonio Sabato, he's an actor who has been in all kinds of things over the years, uh, CSI and 
the big hit with Mark Wahlberg. He was in General Hospital years ago. He's in Janet Jackson videos. And uh, he's actually in, over time, he has uh, been growing in his faith, and he's in the film called God's Not Dead, We the People, which came out recently. It was in theaters in the fall, I think it was, and then it's on DVD and online. And he'll be joining us in just a couple moments. That's uh, Anthony uh, or Antonio Sabato Jr. Coming up in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 439, the Tim DeMoss Show. And uh, before we bring on our second guest of the hour, Antonio Sabato Jr., we have Gary Cobb. Now, are you a... Are you a junior, Gary? Or you are, aren't you? No, no, I'm not a junior. No, I, my 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 dad's name was Jesse Wilbert Cobb. Okay, and I'm Gary. I'm Gary Wilbert Cobb. But my um, but your son, you have a son. My, I, I have a son who's a number two. He's a junior, okay. or really number two, not junior, but number two. Yeah. And then I've got a grandson that's number three now. Wow, you're on a roll. Love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, on a roll. That's it. <laughs> Well, Gary Cobb, G. Cobb, affectionately known, been in this market for many years, played for the Eagles and several other teams in the NFL, and, of course, been broadcasting for many years and joins our program every once in a while. Did you have a good holiday time, Christmas and everything with your family? Oh, oh yeah, we had a good time. You know, the, the little guy is the star now. We, we, you know, he, he's the star, the little fella. You know? <laughs> That's right. You were saying he he doesn't miss a meal, right? Oh, he doesn't miss any meals, no. He's... He's got it all in his cheeks, man. He, this guy's got cheeks going like, wow, look at the cheeks on this. Hey, boy. But anyway, he's. That's funny. He's, he's uh, you know, of course, he's learning how to do things now. And, and uh, you know, you can't come around him now. He's sitting up. He's, he's checking out everything, man. He's on top of it already. So That's funny. Uh, he's going to be a lot of fun, you know, to, to see him grow up and and everything. So uh, it's, it's really, they're really a blessing, you know, those little guys. Look. Well, the little girls too. I love the little girls. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Got to make sure you say that. You know, <laughs> you don't want oh, yeah. you want to hear about it later. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, you know, the, the girls there. You know, they're special, boy. I tell you, they're something else, and, and they get you, boy, and they got you wrapped around the finger. You know. That's lovely. What a blessed <laughs> time. That's a wonderful thing. How many grandkids do you have again? I've got five now. Five. Wow, that's that's yeah. amazing. And the newest star, the who, how old is he? Six months? No, no, no. He's uh, three months now. Three months. Oh, wow. Three months. Yeah. Fresh three out months. of the oven. <laughs> yeah, fresh out of the oven. You know, <laughs> you know. He, he, I tell you what, but he, he knows when it's time to eat. I tell you that. Yeah, that's a skill that probably won't leave him. It's never left me. Hey, <laughs> he's, he's doing very well with that. He, he knows. Hey. It's time uh, to make some noise. You know, you got to get something to eat. It's off to a good start. That's good. Yeah. Well, uh, this weekend, hopefully the Eagles can get off to a good start. Any any initial just quick thoughts oh, on Eagles and uh, Tampa Bay on Sunday? Well, you know, the, the big thing with the Eagles, of course, they got to start fast. But, you know, the um, I do like the fact, you know, the Eagles, boy, I tell you, you know, they can run the ball on anybody. And uh, Tampa's run defense has not been playing like they had they had played last year. This is really not the same Tampa team that won it all last year. You know, they're wearing the same uniforms, and they still got Brady at quarterback. But, you know, they don't have all the guys there. And so the Eagles, they could catch them. But, you know, but they've got to start faster than they have in the last number of games. 
Uh, and that's really going to be a key because Tom, he comes out, man. If you if you're not aggressive against him, he'll carve you up, and you look up and you're down fourteen nothing quickly. So right. Well, the Eagles have not <laughs> been so good at the the, the fast start thing. Uh, I mean, in the end, it was slow and steady wins the race, or how you, not how you start, how you finish. Sometimes you hear those sayings. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that, that's good, but you know, but but the really good quarterbacks, which uh, you know, they really didn't beat any really good quarterbacks. They beat guys that did not have good quarterbacks. Right. Of course, you're going up against an outstanding quarterback this weekend. They had better show up, and when this, the, 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 the clock starts moving, you better be ready to play. They, can, they do not have time to warm up, you know. Warm up before the clock starts running. <laughs> right. Game's at 1, <laughs> not one thirty. That's right. <laughs> and, and it's very important that the coaches start. They've got to be aggressive. So you cannot play like with – with uh, when you're uh, defense against Brady, you can't just get in a soft zone, uh, or you're going to be softly beaten really badly. <laughs> Gary G. Cobb, so, kind, so, of, <laughs> kind enough to chat with us today. Gary played uh, for uh, yeah. eleven years, right, in the NFL. Uh, eleven years in the NFL. You know, six with Detroit, three with the Eagles, and then two with this team that's somewhere down in Texas. Yeah, yeah. We won't. Never mind. <laughs> Everybody has a dark period. Uh, so anyhow, <laughs> so how, how about? And of course, we love talking with you about football. Also, you, you, we know you love the Lord. You uh, do a lot of good work as unto Him. And any anything just out of whether it's out of the Christmas season or anything lately, the Lord's been working in your mind or your heart or just things you're observing. Well, you know, um, I'm going to be doing things. Like I just got off the phone with the lady who's down in. Um, Chester, and they have a senior citizens uh, facility that we're going to be doing. Event. We've done events for them and everything because that's one of the things I would just like, you know, to uh, urge people, you know, honor the seniors in your life. You know, honor those people because, you know, I, I wouldn't be here talking to you if it wasn't for my parents and my grandparents and the, 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 uh, the things they taught me. So, you know, the Bible tells us to honor our mother and father, that our days would be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth us. And we need, to, we need to honor, you know, the seniors and honor uh, people as they get up there and not, you know, throw them to uh, where you, you don't stay in touch with your parents and, you know, you, know uh, you don't acknowledge, you know, what they've done in your life. But you honor those people uh, because that's something that, really needs to be passed down generations. And so I would encourage you, you know, when you get a chance, you know, honor some people, uh, honor the seniors, you know, and uh, because they've been, you know, very important in our lives. And it's something that's, that's God wants us to do too, because, you know, after, you know, a person gets older, people want to just put them into a, off into a corner somewhere and just kind of forget them. I mean, if you've got parents that are at the senior citizen facility, go over and visit them. I talk to so many facilities where they say nobody comes by and visits. And, of course, people get despondent, and they don't really feel like they have any reason to live. And they get discouraged and things because their family doesn't come and visit them. So I encourage you, visit your loved ones. Let them know how much you appreciate them. So when they do leave, they leave on a good note. And so I encourage you to do that. That's good stuff. Good stuff, G. Thanks for checking in today. Mm -hmm. And – we look forward to catching up with you throughout the year. Yep, yep, and hopefully uh, we'll be catching up because the Eagles have won the <laughs> – they they've upset the Buccaneers. Hopefully that's what we'll – 
we'll have that to talk about. But the key is going to be starting fast, though. But I think they can. I think they can beat them because they can get that running game going. You leave Tom Brady over there sitting on the bench for yes, most of the game. That's right. That's right. Just like the Giants yeah. chewed up the clock when he's with the Patriots for the first ten minutes of the Super Bowl that they beat them in. So one of the that's, two. That's the way you do it. That's it. All right, yeah. G. Thank you, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Have a good one. Good talking to you. You too. Gary G. Cobber, guest on the Tim DeMoss Show. Quick break. And then uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. going to join us. You listen to AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. It is 449, the Tim DeMoss Show. Don't forget, 610-500-DOVE. If you want to text in, get a free gift card, courtesy of Brian Chevrolet, 610-500-3683, just like Lisa did and uh, Karen did, too. We'll send your gift cards out, 610-500-3683. Text in before the end of the hour, and we'll get you one to Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. One per household, absolutely free, uh, as long as you haven't won in the past month. We're glad to bring on board as we come down the home stretch of our program, Antonio Sabato Jr. Hello, sir. How you doing? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks for taking time to call in today. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Share, if you would, uh, out of the shoot here, just for a minute, uh, what God's Not Dead, We the People's About, and then about your character, you play, how you fit into the mix. Well, you know, the, the film, it talks about a family that's been confronted with something very serious. You know, they're they're teaching their kids through a homeschooling program um, about Christ, about their faith, as well as education. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, government steps in in their, in their household pretty much and says, well, you can't teach them anything biblical or um, anything related to Jesus Christ. And... Um, they have an issue with that, and they're they're confronted with something really bigger than themselves, and they're willing to sacrifice everything, go to Washington D.C. and and fight for what they believe is the most important thing in their lives, which is their faith. Yeah, you have children uh, who are homeschooled, right? So this does it hit home even further for you because you've experienced what homeschooling is about, so to speak? Yeah, I actually I had all my three children that had the chance to go to homeschooling at, at some part of their lives, and yeah. they enjoyed it. And uh, I certainly enjoyed it as a parent because I was really involved in their in their schoolwork and one on one with them. So I suggested, you know, if, if any parent is out there is, is skeptical about it, give it a try because homeschooling can get you closer to your child and, and more involved if you need to. Antonio, what what um you know I know whenever someone sees a film or listens to an album or whatever they they take away these different things and, and it's kind of good in a way that each person can experience it different ways. Do you have specific hopes for God's Not Dead, We the People, in terms of what people may come away with it from and thinking about whether it's more about homeschooling or just in general about liberties and that sort of thing? Well, I, I uh, from what I know, and, and because the movie has been the most watched film on Pure Flix of all time. Hmm. It goes to show you that people wanted to see this, and they they flocked in the movie theaters to see it. They, they're they're downloading it now because it's a good film and it's an inspiring film, and people want to see more of these films. And um, they don't watch it once; they watch it over and over again. You know, so that's a good sign that we did the right thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, my understanding is your father was a famous actor back in Italy, and uh, maybe you could tell us about him a little bit—the role he helped you with in terms of becoming a man, as well as uh, professionally too. My father, greatest person I ever knew, and um, he was amazing. He passed away a year ago. God bless his soul. Mm. But um, he taught me everything. You know, he he taught me everything about the craft. He was there with me the whole time. 
guiding me uh, as well as with my mother. And I have the great, greatest parents, you know, the parents that, that brought us here to this country, um, showed us a new way of life. I owe everything to them. And I owe everything to my dad. And uh, he taught me so many great things about the business, and what to do, what not to do or at a young age, you know, because I wanted to be an actor since I, I was young enough to remember. So hmm. he was everything to me. And he was there with me through the whole thing. Yeah. You mentioned coming to the country. My wife is from Brazil and she has roots uh, in the Netherlands as well. And a few summers ago, right around July 4, actually, she became a U.S. citizen which I know you got to become some time ago, and uh, I read that it was a very, very powerful thing for you. And I'm thinking that it would even tie in with the film, too, the, just the appreciation of the freedoms that, and the opportunities in America as well. Absolutely. This is the greatest country in the world, and I'm always going to keep loving it and loving it more every single day and keep fighting for what is right. Um, and, um, yeah, this country is just uh, giving me so much. I have, I have children. I have a career because of this place. I'm always going to respect it and try to do the best I can to give back because I love this. Uh, I love this country. I really do. Yeah. You know, I understand also that you started your own conservative film studio and love to hear about that because that's obviously a big step. So, uh, you know, not just something you just decide overnight. What led you to do that? And, and where are things with that at the moment? They're very good. Um, my studio is called Trailblazers Pictures, and we're in uh, the process of making some really good pictures and movies and TV shows that um, – talk about this country and respect this country with dignity and honor and exciting stories that represent family values and, and fighting for something bigger than yourself and fighting for God. And so I want, I want to keep making films like that in the studios, allowing me to, to create those things. And that's what I want to do. And create it with people that I love, that I love working with who believe the same things. Yeah. Chat with Antonio Sabato Jr. The film God's Not Dead, We the People, was in theaters for a bit of a run. I think it was last fall, now available online uh, and on DVD as well. Um, in your career, obviously, it's covered a lot of ground over the years. Uh, and I remember seeing an interview more recently, I think it was on The View, you mentioned that you were a believer, that you're a Christian, um, and you know God's helping you in life. And I just wonder if you could share about that and how your yeah. faith comes into play with the work that you do. Faith. In, in my life is everywhere, and um, from the moment I wake up all the way through, and um, every decision I make is related to the faith that I have with Jesus Christ, and uh, it's a good relationship that I have, that I've had, and still have with, with Him, and uh, I'm going to keep it going. So it makes me a better person to be closer to Christ. That sounds great. That's great. Uh, and the, among other things, in addition to the film work you do in the studio and all that, I understand you have a couple of books, too, and have other interests and things like that. Uh, share about those things, if you would, just for a moment. Um, yeah, I, I love racing cars. I became yeah. a professional race car driver, so I race cars. That's amazing. I have to release some books, fitness books, and I have a book called The Untold Stories, which is the, a book that describes my life and come to this country and the story with my parents and everything. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, again, these are things that opportunities I've had because of the country that I live in. Is there a best way for folks to keep up on the work and endeavors you're involved with? I, I guess first and foremost, perhaps even Trailblazers Pictures is one way, and the God's Not Dead, We the People film, they can look up online too. But how about just in keeping in touch with yeah. you and up with all that sort of thing? Well, on Instagram and Twitter and all that, it's Antonio Sabato Jr., but you can go to godsnotdead.com and, and uh, check out all the, the four the four films or this one by itself. There's just a lot of great positive movies on, on godsnotdead.com, and you can check them out. Yeah, 
That's great. If you would, for one last second, too, uh, just cycling uh, back uh, to the, the coming to the country and becoming a citizen. Um, you know, my parents, I have all of my grandparents were from Turkey, Constantinople. Uh, and, and so I'm Greek, Greek Turkish. And uh, I can appreciate uh, the blessing of being here as well and a little less than you. you but uh, that I know that's a pretty powerful um, thing just to, to appreciate the country and, and what your family went through to get here. If you whatever aspect of that, if you wouldn't mind sharing just uh you know, whether it's the journey here, what it was like at first, or things you've learned along the way, compared to, you know, what you grew up with, for example, and why America's been a blessing. Yeah, America is a blessing, because it's, it's a country that represents freedom, and that represents God, in God we trust, and represents all the things that make us better people, and uh, that's what this country stands for. And uh, coming here was, was not easy. You know, we had to wait in line, do everything legally. Uh, we never took any any money from any welfare programs of any kind. When we moved to California, we wanted to do everything right. My parents taught me and my sister that if you're going to go after something, it's going to be earned. It's not going to be given. Hmm. Um, so those those are the things that I went through, and and throughout the whole process of coming here, I just loved it so much that the hard work wasn't the hard work. It was part of life, and uh, and and so if you want to succeed, you got to put in the time. Well, congratulations. Thank you for taking time to share that. Congratulations on God's Thank Not you. Dead, We the People, and your other endeavors, and especially being that dad to your kids. God bless you, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Antonio Sabato, Jr., actor, been in all kinds of things over the years, General Hospital, uh, CSI New York, Melrose Place, some of those films earlier in his life, and now he's uh, got a conservative film studio going, Trailblazer Pictures, and is in the new film, God's Not Dead, We the People. Uh, his name, by the way, his last name is spelled S-A-B-A-T-O. So you can look him up on social media that way, too. Antonio Sabato, Jr. Uh, also, just to, so anyway, thank you to him for being on, for Gary G. Cobb joining our program. Shared some thoughts about scripture earlier in the program, too, and gave away some gift cards. It was a fine day, and we're looking forward to our, our famous Friday show tomorrow, 833-850-BABY, uh, or com. by the way, if you want to join us in our partnership with Preborn. Thanks for listening. Alistair Begg, Truth for Life, straight ahead in WFIL. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.